said, today is your last day. There's nothing anybody can do about that. And the way I look at life from this angle is that some of us have even been to the, to the, to the either convenience or restroom or whatever you call it, uh, to have done whether the minor or the major. And you did that without any medical assistance. I think you need to appreciate this God. Of course, anywhere I go, I tell people the best brand, whether living or non-living, thing that I know across the group is the general oversee of the Redeemed Christian Chicago. No apology for saying that. So let's appreciate our beloved daddy who has given us this platform. If not, we will be in the normal church. We will want to do certain things, but somehow, somehow, it may not be possible. But he has given us this leverage, this platform to at least, this is an expression church. I got, there's things I've, I'm seeing here that you can't try it at the other head. You know what I'm talking about. But it's just part of life. Let's thank the Lord for his life. And as well, our mother in the Lord, Mommy Fulu Adeboe. And then let's celebrate the pastor of Youth Province 1, who is also a co-assistant regional pastor in charge of Region 35. That's Pastor B.C. Akodi. Let's give it to him. And then, of course, the drop, the troubler of his trend, of this generation. I won't say more than that. Maybe some other thing because of time. Let's appreciate our beloved pastor. There is something, hello, there is something I'm looking forward about his life. That day is going to be the happiest moment of my life after now. It's coming soon. Hallelujah. And then I want to celebrate all the ministers in the house, the workers and everybody in the church. And then all the online viewers, give yourself a thumb up. The Lord bless you. Will you permit me to greet you with a song from where I'm coming from? Ani wontiente jiova. Ami moyo aminkwe. 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 Ani wontiente jiova. Ami wontiente jiova. treasure hill thank you for your son you have made to be the set man over the affairs of this church thank you for the first place the second place thank you for here i'm prophetically saying that their permanent place of abode you will provide before the end of this year 
speak your word through us as your oracle in the order of hospitals 411. Bless your people in the name of Jesus. Make our lives irresistibly influential, not only in Lagos, not only in Nigeria, but across the globe in the name of Jesus. Thank you, precious Father. In Jesus' name, I pray. The Lord bless you. Give your neighbor a high five and then you take your seat. Once again, I want to celebrate our beloved pastor. It's not every, it's not every man of God that will do what you have just done. When did I call you? Was it not less than 48 hours ago? No, 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 no. I have a program, but thank God for relationship, which is one of the key things we're going to be looking at if we want to be influential. Thank God for life. I celebrate you, sir. The Lord bless you. In Jesus' name. We met how many years ago? Just less than about five, six years ago. And it appears, it appears as if you have known for donkeys of years or something. Keep the good work you are doing here. And let me say this. Where you were before coming here, that's City Hall around TBS. Bigger than this place, but you know. One thing I've come to realize about God is that when you are operating at, let's say, a hill, and God wants you to take you to a mountain, which is higher, you must first come down to the valley. So after now, Mount Everest top, you will get there. And you know, like you were saying about check or no check, in the kingdom, we don't, we don't beg. We command things to happen. The resources will come, sir. Daddy told us how he went to dedicate a house in Nigeria here, and he stayed in summary. The only thing that was not imported to build that house was the land upon which that house was erected. And he asked that man just one question. How did this come about? And the man answered him and said, just one hit. Okay? A hit is coming. Amen. Before the end of this year, just one hit. And then it will turn the whole thing upside down for Jesus. We're talking about irresistible influence. I'm going to be short and precise. And I'm using the life of Joseph of Arimathea as an example. We have a very lengthy passage here. Let me see if I can go through it. There is one from John 19, 38 to 42. And there is Matthew 27, 57 to 60. I'm talking about this man. All the four synoptic gospels talked about this man, Joseph of Arimathea. But permit me to read Matthew 27, 57 to 60. It says, now when evening had come, there came a rich man from Arimathea, a rich man, not a poor man, named Joseph, who himself had also become a disciple of Jesus. The man went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Then the Pilate commanded the body to be given to him. And the body was wrapped in a clean linen cloth and laid it in his new tomb, which he had hewn out of the rock. And he rolled a large stone against the door of the tomb and departed. And of course, you can read John 19, 38 to 42. That's another account. So when you're talking about something being uh, irresistible, what do you mean? We're talking about something that is attractive, something that is uh, tempting to be resisted. And then you can say something that is seductively attractive. Who is a married person here? 
I want to put that person on, on the spot. You're married and you enjoy your marriage. Is there anybody here? Nobody? Nobody? Where? In the cubicle. Oga? Excuse me, sir. Oh, he's in another world. Could you please? I, I, I just want to use you as an example to buttress my point that to be irresistible could mean when you are seductively attractive to something. You are married for how many years now? Not up to a year. Uh, I will still use you. <laughs> Within that period, have you ever met a beautiful damsel that in your heart of her, it crossed your mind like a flash that, ah, or more, this is the person I will have married. Liars will not make heaven. After you're married, liars will not make heaven. Yes. You say, hey boy, it's still a good example. The, the guy said yes. So what was the motivation? Um, probably everybody. Hmm. This is a huge church, yeah, so anything can happen. She said probably the body. And what, 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 what ran in your mind before you came back to your senses? Lost. Seductively attractive. My father told me that there's nothing bad in appreciating beautiful things. There are beautiful women all around. But I don't allow you to get into my because I know I'm also handsome. I just did my birthday. <laughs> I just did my 52nd birthday. When? Just on Friday. 52, yes. I'm still looking good and fresh. Just like mama. <laughs> Can we say that of Pastor Joseph? <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe when you change from looking like an Afghani uh, to a Nigerian. <laughs> Praise God. You got my gist anyway. And of course, there are so many other synonyms you can use for the word irresistible. You have tempting, enticing. Attractive, appealing, captivating, ravishing, enchanting, fascinating, tantalizing, uncontrollable, overwhelming, overcompelling, compulsive. You look at it that no, 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 no. You want to take a look at it the second time. And of course, when you talk about influence, it's about understanding yourself and the effect and the impact you, you your understanding of yourself has over others. And of course, we are looking at this man. Now, to be irresistibly influential is a product of shared responsibilities between God that we serve and of course, we as individuals, children. Why God in part? John 15, 5 says, there is absolutely that we can do without God. And of course, when you read Philippians chapter 2, verse 12, 2, whatever is our thought, whatever is our action, everything we do, there is the God factor. Philippians chapter 2, verse 13 says, For it is God which worketh in you, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Now, let me look at the man's factor, your own factor, and then we look at God's factor. Each in five, five minutes, and then how the third part will now be 
how can you now, how can your life be influentially irresistible in your community, in your nation, in the marketplace, where you work, and everywhere? Because Romans 15, 4, as we look at the life of this man, Romans 15, verse 4 tells us that the things we read in the Bible, they are for ahead written concerning us that we should learn by patience and comfort of the stories of the people we read about. So, the man's factor now, according to John Maxwell, an author in his book, The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership, said, Seven things determine the level of influence a man has in his domain that can make him attractive to people. Seven things. Number one is the char his character. That is who you are. Your dress is not who you are. Character is not an Italian shoe. No way. Apart from the fact that we have social issues bedeviling us as nation. Why will, it, why will it be, man, that you have nations traveling outside Nigeria and want to see your green passport? They say, come this side. It was done to me several years ago. I was in Dubai because of the way I dressed with my bala hat. Myself and Pastor Laulu, we were going to Dubai. In the company of so many people, only myself and Pastor Laulu, just because I was putting a bala hat, and then they saw my grandpa, you come this way. I was searched. Why? Character. I don't have time. We'll have looked at character in different dimensions with the opposite sex. There's a story in the Bible. God will have mercy on me. This guy had an opportunity. It was, it was a free food for him. Permit me to use that word. Just like a few years ago in Lagos, yeah, in Surulere, I used to mention the house, the street, the address, but you know, maturity has now come in so much. In those days, prostitutes would come to our house, we would sleep with them, and then they would come at the end of the month to come and take their pay in this Lagos. Terrible lifestyle. Don't look at me like that. That man died. <laughs> that man died 20 something years ago. My name is Precious now, which is not the name my parents actually gave to me. Story of Paul. This girl came, because usually when my cousin come around like that, they always look for handbag to use overnight. You know what I'm talking about. So the girl came, an undergraduate, a, a niece to one of the former governor in southwestern states. The lady just saw me and said, ah, she must sleep with me. Free food. I use that. Unlike this guy, in the book of Ruth, am I correct? Is there any book like Ruth in the Bible? What's the name of the guy? Boaz. The lady came, free food in the night. She, she, he never touched that lady. Character. What about with money? With money. And the, 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 the terrible thing that even in the circles in the church is terrible. It's terrible. People will come and give testimony about the things they claim that God has given unto them. By the time you scrutinize it, you discover that something has gone wrong. Let's leave that. So, uh, your, your character is a function of how far your influence will have. There's, there's one, 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 an American president I love so much. In fact, 
he, he still remains as my best American president. But you know what happened to him? He had an issue with one M, one Lewe. Ah, praise the Lord. Character. And the second, two, the second one that determines the level of influence is relationship. Who do you know? Who do you know? For wanting of time, the number three thing is knowledge. What you know. And then number four thing is intuition. How you feel about things, about people. And then, of course, you, you, you don't treat people as if they are not normal. Somebody said there is something written on the top of everybody. I'm, I'm, I'm important. So treat people as important, no matter who they are. In fact, somebody said that as you are coming down in life, pay attention to people you meet because you may need them again. Pay attention. If not for the grace of God, Neymar will have died a leper. But for one insignificant housemate, and of course we're talking about experience, what you have been through. Experience may not be the best teacher, but somehow it's still a good thing that will help you to determine how influential you are. Because it's like you want to tell a story about marriage and you are not yet married. Once people get to know that one, they won't listen to you. But look at that deal now. 50, how many years down the lane? 54. And the marriage is still standing. You know, you understand what I'm talking about. And of course, we are talking about past success. Past success. Although I have issue with this. It is said that Resort silent insults and resort to some extent can be equated to be success. But if you check the process, it's not every result that is dignifying. Hush, puppy. And then, of course, the seventh one is your ability, what you can do. Now, if you look at the life of Joseph of Arimathea, you see all of this in his life. Character-wise, he belonged to a group of people called the Sahendrin. It's a group of people, about 23 or 71. Their function is dualized. They act as political and also judicial a uh, set of people in the land of Israel headed by a high priest. They were uh, uh, regarded as great people. Character-wise, he was there. You know, he was a secret disciple of Christ, but as at the time he went to ask for the body of Christ, what was being hidden was now blown open. But he was a well-respected man. Of course, relationship at that level is just you are talking about uh, who can we equate them with in Nigeria of today? Not, not, not what is happening here now because the political class and the judicial people, uh, praise the Lord, I'm before camera now so I can to know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and of course, knowledge, highly placed, blah, 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 what do you have? Now, let's quickly look at the God factor now, the God factor. There are about six or seven points I want to talk about that made that man to be influential. Number one, there is the aspect of God's design to have made him to be very influential because everything he did is 
about his life and what God has destined him to be. According to John 15, 5, that I read earlier, and Philippians chapter 2, verse 13. Nothing happens by chance in life. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Even people that are not believers, of course, they were created by God for a purpose. And I've just told you something about my life in the past. And I still recollect this story that took place 15, 17, 18 years ago. I wouldn't know if Mama would know this story about when Evangelist Paul of India, an Indian American, came to Nigeria. And Daddy asked us to be part of the crusade he did along Oshodi Solo. I was there the second day he was coming for that program and on the second day or thereabout. And then as the man got to the rowdy Oshodi of those days that if you're not careful in the evening, you may, you may discover that your head is missing and you won't know until when you get home to look at the mirror. And then the man, he, he saw the man being beaten, blue black. And then he, he alighted, he went there, they told him he did this and that. And Tyre was already on the, on the neck of the man. Jungle justice now, they already put petrol. Thank God for God's design for his life. If the man, if the evangelist did not get there at that spot, that man would have been killed. Inter interrupted the whole process, took, brought the man to the crusade. I was there alive, I saw him. I could see blisters beating all over his body. And right there, the man gave his life to Christ. And the evangelist announced that he's taking him to America to be his co-evangelist. He's about 17, 18 years now. He's taking him there. And there are Nigerians, people anywhere that have gone to the embassy, that they have turned them down. And that man is fulfilling purpose. That's what I'm trying to say about the God's factor that made that man to be influential. And when you see people like that, you fight them. You are just wasting your time. Because the one whom God has made, fighting against them is like knocking your head against the bricks. So, what is the divine, what is the divine design that actually made this man to be influential? If you read Isaiah chapter 15, 15 verse 9, there was a prophecy concerning Jesus that this man was going to be, to be used to fulfill the prophecy says, and they made his grave with the wicked, but with the rich at his death. And the Bible talks about the text I read, that Joseph of Arimathea was not just an ordinary person. He was rich. There is a connection between riches and being influential. See, if an unbeliever that you know is a governor of a place or something, if he comes into this place now, where will he sit? In the front. It's as simple as that. Oh boy. In those days, when I was using my leg at this base, even to preach, there's a way people will look at you. But things were getting better. Better and better and better. And then, even with the little omolanke I brought today, Pastor Joseph, there are places that we enter now, they will open the door for me. Two of us. Use your mouth to say two of us now. You know what I'm talking about. Hallelujah. But my treasure is in heaven. Where I'm going is actually 
Daddy prophesied it. And I told my colleagues before Daddy prophesied it that he saw a vision that he saw jets with a redeemed logo. I had seen that before. That I'm going to use a customized built jet to preach the gospel. And then he told us the story about the Sultan of Brunei who has 200 Rolls Royce. Seven, eight years ago, one Rolls Royce cost over $264,000. And somebody has 200. The wife went to, where is this place in UK? Arrods. You've listened to that testimony and you know the place, man. Poor man, don't go there. Even when Mary broke the alabaster box to anoint Jesus, Judas, who was a thief, said, oh, alas, this thing should have been sold and bought and given to the poor. Jesus made a correction. He said, oh, boy, the poor will always be among you. This woman has done the best to have preserved my body. You didn't do anything. And that is why we say that if you want to be extra, that you want to give to take care of everybody, you will die. What am I saying in essence? The woman bought so many things, and then one of the, whether the servant or whatever that followed her had a, a, a momentary diarrhea of the mouth and told the woman, can we, can we get a, a cargo plane to take the goods back home? The woman said, that is, that is nonsense. Don't repeat that. Go get a brand new jet. Remove the seat. Use it to take my goods back to the Arabian Peninsula, and which was done. And then, oh boy, listen to this. Your school days, even now, if peradventure, whether somebody gave you or you bought or something, a shoe yesterday, what is the natural thing that your flesh you want to do? Something that is new, whether shoe or car or cloth. On Saturday, what will you do on Sunday morning coming to church? You will launch it. The things the woman bought, she didn't use it for the next three years. That's stupendous money. That's what we're talking. People like that, they command influence and respect in the society. Whether they are born again or they are not born again. That's why that song I had said, if you know you sing with me, Ori Lonishi, Money. God give me money. If you don't understand Yoruba. If you don't have money, your problems will be many. The man who has the finance has the finance. Check out for a billionaire who has money. And his English is bad. Do people pay attention to English? After I go, my container just come up. Even apology to our brother from those sides. He married the best lady. Check out for their lady. That's why the fact that please, they speak brutal English. <laughs> That's 10 minutes and then we'll run down. So what happened? Design, God designed. God, that man was a rich man who went to ask. The pilot couldn't resist it. He said, take the body. And of course, there is the divine placement. God placed him in that moment, at that point of history, that he must be the one that will go and ask for the body of Jesus because of his influence 
in the society there. You know what this woman, you know what, what Mordecai told Esther? If you don't do what I ask you to do, help will come. But adventure, it is for this reason that you find yourself in this, and of course there is a divine timing, divine timing. The Daman went to ask for the body at that particular time in the history of Israel. And of course, number four, the, the God's, I'm talking about God's factor now. There is a divine opportunity. He saw an opportunity and he went for it. And of course, divine favors spoke for him. He could have asked, Pilate could have said no, but the irresistibility is enshrined in the fact that the man was influential. And of course, there is the divine provision. It was a special sepulcher. Sepulcher means graves. Uh, yeah. He, he made it. He did it for himself. It's just like we're talking about Ikoi Vault now. He did it for himself. So it was an opportunity. Let me put the master in this particular place. And of course, there was divine connection. It was not only him. If you read the other version of John that I told you before, as he took the body on his way to bury him, Another secret disciple called Nicodemus brought my ointment to anoint the body of Jesus Christ. Now, having said this, let's conclude like this. We need to know few things. As I want to begin to close. Life's lesson can come from unusual places and persons. Joseph of Arimathea understood time to undertake a kingdom move. It was too relevant to be ignored. Not only by the writers of the synoptic gospel, because all of them has to something to write about it, and of course, by the king. And then politically speaking, he was a member of the Sahedri. I mentioned that. It is like talking about a senator today. And of course, economically, I said that before, he was a man of influence. His social status in the society was very high, and then spiritually, he was a kingdom-minded people. Now, what are the things we need to know as I close, so that you can also be irresistibly influential? Number one, things we need to do, we must be strategic and intentional about kingdom partnership with God. We must have this mindset of using our placement in the marketplace to advance the kingdom of God. He saw an opportunity. He used his influence to get the body of Jesus to give him a befitting barrier. Because ordinarily, anybody that is, that is killed or crucified is considered to be an abomination. It, it was the worst kind of death for somebody to be killed on the tree. But to give him a befitting barrier... You have to do that. Now, wherever you are, what are you doing? What are you doing? Anywhere I get to, whether in the church or whatever, I declare my status. This is this, this is this, this is this. And I further the kingdom of God. I talk about Jesus. Just two weeks ago, when I resumed at Eket, after the welcome service, I was hungry. If a pastor is not fasting, he should be feasting. The program is over. No food. So they, are, they were taking me somewhere. My APICP was in the front. And I was hungry. And I saw Bole. And I'm not a bastard. Daddy occasionally will stop to buy Bole. He says it. So I, I'm hungry of Bole. This is Bole. So I told my APICP, I want to eat Bole. He said, protocol. Uh, protocol people are here. They won't. I said, I'm the boss here. 
They can tell you you are the APS. If they can tell you, I second in command. Me, I'm the boss here. I came down to go and to go and buy bole with Ukasi. But one leave like that, that is bitter. And I told the woman, I said, Madam, I'm new here. My church is City of David Eckert. I want to invite you to church the following day. Hey, she said one thing, one thing. I go to another church. I, go, I said, I'm not forcing you, but just look at this beautiful masterpiece from God. Will you come? Irresistibly, she said she will come. She came. But along the line, when she came, she came to the office. That was when I was having an online online program. So she couldn't see me. She dropped her, she dropped her whatever, her phone and, and told them that tell pastor, as long as he's in Eket, I will give him free bole till he leaves. When I go back, I will see follow up to making sure. Where I went to have my hair cut, trust me, I have two disciples there already. What are you doing to advance the kingdom? Now, People like Pastor Joseph now want to live and stay in Lagos. There's no problem about that. But there's good, one good thing about transfer is this. The more you get transferred, the more you get to know people. Connection, I mentioned about connection the other time. The more you go to know people. And then your network determines your net worth. You know more people. You meet more people. Very soon I'm going to be with the governor. I'm the one that they built since here now. You understand? The story is even complete. Doors must open. Access to asset. And what do you do with it? Pastor. Five minutes. Number two. What you, should, you need to do to become irresistibly influential. Because very, very soon, as true as they get to know you here, 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 what are you building? Connection all around. And then we refer back to your part of the shared responsibility. Character. Character. I don't, I don't have time. I will have told you. It may sound as if one is sounding his own trumpet. There are, there are places I've been to. You have also said it today. Somebody just, many people just say, Pastor, just speak on your name. It is the good thing you do. It's the responsibility you do. That's character. That's character. And men of character, in most cases, they are not loved. Like the garrulous people. Build capacity for the right timing. What do I say? So that when you have occasions like this, no king. In fact, the Bible says foster kings. I mean, king shall be your foster. Is it that way or this other way? What the Bible is actually saying in the book of Isaiah is that even kings, they will be at your beck and call. That is you told of at a point before this administration that two of the gladiators they almost met. Why are they looking for him? Because they can't trust him. And he has built reputation, capacity for them to look for him. Number three, develop great social status. 
talking about your relationship capacity. Some people who want to leave the church, you jam the door. Oh boy, you may need to enter back. The door you jam, you can't enter. If you leave, keep it open. Number four, make your life count. Make your life count. This one, how do you make your life count? Get hungry and angry in the place of encounter. Your life will count when you are hungry and angry in the place of an encounter to have one-on-one relationship with God. The Bible tells us in Hosea chapter 12, verse 13, through a prophet, God preserved his people, and through another prophet, he brought his people out. The Bible was talking about Moses and Joseph. Look at the story of those two people. You see, they made their life to count with what they did. He saw a burning bush. He said, no, I'm not going to go away. He couldn't resist the burning bush. And look at his life. If you read, that, if you read the CV, Genesis, Deuteronomy 34, 10 to 12, the Bible said there was no great man like Moses. No man like him. And of course, the last three, as I pray with you, be committed to things of value. Be committed to things of value. What are the things of value? Place God at the center of it all. Service. Service. Don't let people beg you before you work for God. There are people here, they beg them to do things. Apology, I say it as it is, and that's why I don't have friends. I can understand you're a student, you do. I was a student before. You are playing drum for God and you are collecting money. You may not like me, but that's my own pers- perspective about life. Bible say we know in part. Pastor, how do I survive? Oh, but we have been there before. We survived. You will survive. Just walk. Do it for God. God has a way of connecting you to people, sir. He has a way. The challenge with my, my colleagues of this generation is that we want everything now, 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 now. Things of value are not cheap. You can't get it cheap. You can't get it cheap. And you cannot be, that is like that you will say, you cannot be paid and still want God to pay you for one job that you do. It doesn't work. No time. The last two, and I'm on my way. No, the last one, and I'm on my way. Be courageous. Be courageous. Years back, we had one Islamic scholar in our church, and he said something in Yoruba that has ever, I've not recovered from it. He said, you know, he's from this uh, Iloki, you know, Iloki, hinterland. I will say the way he said it, and then I will translate it, and I will close with that. He said, Igo sorry, You know, he was an Islamic scholar before he encountered Jesus. What does that mean? Boldness attracts God to your life. Check it out. When you are brave, when you are bold, it took it took David to be to me to face Goliath. First Samuel chapter 17, 32. Trained soldiers were running away from Goliath for 40 days. These were trained. Now, check it. Google it after. The most dangerous army in the whole world are the Mossad. Those are the Israelite army. Because of the peculiarity of where they live, 
You know, they are surrounded by, you are the one saying it. Yet, they've not been able to conquer them. So, there is a special training. And there is also the God factor about them. Now, Goliath, a nine-footer, just appeared and everybody was running away. This handsome young man, like the pastor, just came from nowhere, 17-year-old. And he said in 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 32, he looked at the king. He said, King Peche. He said, let no man's heart fail him. I will confront this guy and I will bring down his head without a sword. And that was what he did prophetically. God gave him victory. Boldness. He took, he took a man of influence like Joseph to, 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 to go and meet the king because kings in those days, according to Ecclesiastes chapter 8 verse 4, where the word of the king is, there is power. Of course, you remember another a, a, a king called Herod. You know what he did? Just because a stepdaughter danced very well. He, the innocent girl didn't know what to ask when the king gave him a blank check. She went to meet the mother and the mother said to score a point against the man of God. He said, go and ask for his head. The lady went back and asked for the head of the man of God as anointed. Read the story of John the Baptist. Jesus was saying something about him in Matthew 11, 11. He said, of all the prophets, of all the men born of a woman, before John the Baptist, none was as great as him. What does that mean? It means that Abraham, who was a prophet, that a king took his wife. Thank God he didn't sleep with the woman. Because he only took the wife of the prophet Abraham. God plagued everybody in the family, including the animal. They were barren. He was a prophet. He was not as great as John the Baptist. There's a man in the Bible, 1 Samuel chapter 3, verse 19 to 20, somewhere. Scripture says every word that came out of his mouth, God never allowed it to fall onto the ground. And he became an established prophet from Dan to Beersheba. It's just like talking about Lagos, the distance between Lagos and Maiduguri. He was an established prophet. He was not as great as John the Baptist. There was a prophet who prayed a 63-worded prayers and fire fell. He was not as great as John the Baptist. And Jesus Christ said, this man is the greatest. Look at the way he died. The words of the king was power. But because of his influence, character-wise, relationship he has built, even in the society. As he entered into the palace, sir, he didn't beg. I told you in the kingdom you don't beg. What do you do? You command things. I need the body of Jesus. Finally, look at him. He couldn't resist him. He said, take the body. Rise up, let's pray. Unfortunately, unfortunately, I will lead a prayer point and then I'll give you a microphone. Sir. Unfortunately, the other people understand this principle. Luke 16, 8. The kingdom, the children of this kingdom in their generation are the wiser. They use it. What's wrong with us in the church? The table must turn. But if you want to be irresistible, Influential is start by accepting Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. Excuse me, sir. I will be a fool to accept that everybody here is born again. It's a challenge. I'm going to give it out. Give your life to Christ. And then pastor is going to pray for you. It starts there. I took that decision October 4th, 1994. That's about 27 years ago. And since then, God has helped me till today. Not a single issue. The same God that helped me will help you. 
Oh boy, you can't continue sinning and be sensible to take the right kind of decision. Today may be the last moment you have. Bow down your head. So if you are there, you want to give your life to Christ, lift up your hand, I'll pray for you. While I prophesy into the life of everybody. This encounter, there is something, I don't want to say, there are certain things I don't want to be saying there, Pastor Joseph. But you know it. And I said, I don't understand it. Because there are so many crazy things that are happening about my life, I can't understand. And that's why I call it grace, mercy, and favor. It's the G factor. I pray for as many people that are connected with Christ here today. In the name of the one that died and rose, that grace, that mercy, that favor, that will make you to be influential in your job place, in Lagos, outside Lagos, everywhere you go, that aura, that favor is released upon you in the name of Jesus. Your introduction, this is the last thing I want to say and now I want to move. That in your introduction, the son of a nobody, I just got a call for that program. Just what's it called? And that was the difference. I pray for you. Joseph had a call from the prison and everything turned around. 13 miracles in one day. He got a wife he never planned for. Shortest courtship in life. One day, official car, official house, official this, official that. There is somebody that is hearing me here. Listen, Samuel does not come to town every day, sir. Anytime Samuel shows up in the place, a David must be enthroned. There's a David here. I speak for the word of God before the hand of this month. Four more days to the end of September. Before the end of September, a David will be enthroned here. You will hear a call from the palace that will change the story of your life. In the name of Jesus, go on and prosper.